Hi guys, welcome to the Wabi Sabi Podcast. This is episode number 82. How to stand out in a sea full of fakes and phonies and wannabes and people that maybe haven't quite hit their mark yet. How the fuck do you stand out? Well, it's been an interesting last six weeks. I feel revived. I feel rejuvenated. It is so important for us to take breaks, to celebrate our wins, our milestones, and to celebrate a bit of time off with a boundary, which is what I have done that makes me feel so good on top of all the other tasks I have to get done. I decided that I really wanted to spend time on my personal life for the month of May We also did a absorbent amount of work for Asian American, Native Hawaiian, Pacific Islander Month. Happy May in celebrating AANHPI. We celebrated my 40th birthday. I say thank you to all of my friends and colleagues who attended. And a big thank you to Shiseido for throwing an epic party. I feel liberated in letting go of numbers The only game that we need to be concerned with numbers, as far as I'm concerned, is when you're in negotiations, when you're buying a home, and when you're negotiating your contracts with work. (laughs) Other than that, null and void. If you look 24, you're 24. If you feel 24, you're 24. And that is all that really matters. That's what sunscreen is for. I feel that we have had some deep conversations on this podcast. When I started my business in 2007, formally, I typically started fit modeling on my own in about, I would say two, no, 1998. No, well, maybe in the 2000s. Let's just put it that way. I started um, independent contracting. So May was a huge month for us because we celebrated an official 15-year mark of our Articles of Incorporation, but we actually celebrated about 17 to 18 years of independent work. The reason why I think it's important for us to talk about why you may be getting overlooked and undervalued right now is because it does happen to most marginalized voices. With the exception of a few who have done an incredible job on paving their own path Say, for example, Emmanuel Acho, great example of somebody who followed their heart and spoke from their mind with truth and honor and transparency, and they made a huge difference. He has a very cool show on YouTube called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. You should check it out because I have a lot of respect for these self-made hustlers who did not give up along the way, who did not fit societal norms who decided that they were going to go out and pursue their dreams and become the person they knew that they were always meant to be. Do you feel overlooked in your career? Do you feel like people don't notice you? Do you feel like you're not getting paid what you're worth? Do you feel like you've played the boys club for the last 20 years and you're just at your peak? It's hard to be in a position where you're not the, how do you say, You're not like the one, but you are so close to getting there. Times have changed, especially since I got into media over 15 years ago, and we must learn to adapt to the changes. Today, we're going to talk about how we can accept where we're at right now in this moment, because you are exactly 
where you're supposed to be. I don't know who needs to hear this today. It might even just be myself, but I am here to tell you that you must allow this process to unravel in the ways that it is supposed to. That means in small, tiny, incremental steps. There is no rush to the finish line. Some of the greatest winners in our lifetime have been the ones who have been patient with their career and graceful in doing so. Example, Julia Child did not make it until she was in her mid-40s and 50s, even through her 60s. Martha Stewart is in her mid-70s, if not 80 by now. And a lot of women do end up forging a hot path for us. I mean, like a hot brand. And they just go all the way. Ariana Huffington, another good example. Grace, grit, poise, professionalism. The woman is a total asset to our community and wellness. And she is not boasty, braggy. She's not in it for the cash. You can tell she has a lot of compassion and empathy for what she does. And she is very humbled from her beginnings in Greece. I think when we come from humble places, I'm from a child or I'm a child of immigrants. I come from two parents who came here knowing that they could have a better life. <clears throat> and it's possible that their opportunities that they were handed were better here. But my mother did not come here because her life was any less in Japan. My mother came to the U.S. out of love. And what we can learn from love is that sometimes you take chances based solely off of love, even if it's a little bit of fearful love, because we know we're making this decision that we might regret. When it comes to buying the perfect home, there will be millions to choose from. When it comes to finding your soulmate, there may not be as many. I don't even know if a soulmate is a real thing, but when somebody ticks off a majority of boxes, you should go for it. Whoever needs to hear that now, do it. <laughs> I feel liberated in knowing that 40 years around the sun has come and I feel a lot better and relieved, mostly because I thought maybe people would take me serious now, which is absolute dog shit. Um, people still think I'm 28. They think I'm an influencer. They think I'm a child. They think I'm probably a model and I'm maybe they think I'm dumb but I don't know how many books it's going to take. Number seven is almost done. I've got three more weeks to polish it off and we're in. But what does it matter? Most recently, I found out somebody I'm very close to received a ginormous book advance for their first book. And instead of feeling fully like a thousand percent congrats, like excited for them, which is how I wish I would have felt a part of me, truthfully, in a full transparency, died. I thought, I must be an idiot. I must be dumb. They probably don't give a fuck about me. I felt like the smallest piece of shit, or maybe even the biggest, because I just could not understand how to get to that number. You know, when you've been doing this your entire career, and you're really good at it, and if they say consistency is key then with books, I should be a master receiving the same type of book advance, but I'm not. And so that's what made me question my self-worth, my worth in the industry, and why people might have been overlooking what I personally believe is my magic. 
it's okay if you don't like my books and you don't like my style of work. But if you're listening to Wabi Sabi, I can imagine that you find these words that are sometimes prolific and sometimes very crass, mostly funny, but very realistic and extremely useful. I can bet you that there aren't many other girls that have my experience or your experience because we are solely our own beings on our own path. I do not need to forge a new way for everyone. I I solely want to protect those who are marginalized, who have a harder time getting the big gigs. When you're A-list, when you're born into fame, when you marry a celebrity, like these are the kinds of things that can get you there really fast. But for me, I don't have those options. Sure, there is a Rolodex of men that I've dated. Many of them high profile chose not to be with them. I don't know why. It's just something innately in me said that might be a hot mess. And I'd like to be with somebody who is humbled and kind and loving and knows that he's got a matriarch and or a empress. And sometimes you can't help the empress energy because it's just out there. So while we talk about big dick energy all the time, don't forget about your empress energy, ladies. It's real. So, with that said, Marianne Williamson, as usual, in Return to Love, has something really beautiful to say about this. She says, and I quote, Our self-perception determines our behavior. If we think we're small, limited, inadequate creatures, then we tend to behave that way. And the energy we radiate reflects those thoughts no matter what we do. If we think we're magnificent creatures with an infinite abundance of love and power to give, then we tend to behave that way. Once again, the energy around us reflects our state of awareness. Miracles themselves are not to be consciously detected. They occur involuntary. They occur as involuntary effects of loving personality as an invisible force that emanates from someone whose conscious intention is to give and receive love. As we relinquish the fears that lock the love within us, we become God's instruments. We become his miracle workers. God as love is constantly expanding, flourishing, and creating new patterns of expression and attainment of joy. When our minds through focus on love are allowed to be open vessels through which God expresses, our lives become the canvases of the expression of that joy and that meaning. That is the meaning of our lives. We are here as physical representations of a divine principle. To say that we are on the earth to serve God means that we are on the earth to love. And what I spoke about earlier, I hope makes sense. My mother did not need to move to the U.S. She had a beautiful life in Japan. She moved based solely off of love. There was tons of fear circling around that love, I'm certain. I've never asked her that, but I can imagine it was scary moving to the U.S. Never have been here before. Never have been here before. Sorry, you guys. I ate an exorbitant amount of weed gummies in the last few months. Rightfully so. I fucking work out like crazy. I eat so well. I'm way too clean. And I thought it'd be fun to start eating a shitload of weed gummies. They have been wonderful when it comes to just staying calm and cool. And I only take them at night. So you guys know. So I'm not like high during the day. 
I think it's important for us to really take good care of ourselves and also know that we're doing the right thing. Taking breaks is so valuable. You will only have one time to take a deep breath before the show must go on. Take it. Because May was full of eight different flights. I went on three or four different national shows. Please check out our ABC News special. I will put it in the next newsletter and I'll try to put a link in bio for it. It's on Hulu right now under AAPI, AA and HPI Heritage Month. Please watch my Good Morning America special. Um, It was posted on my account, but I will share it once again uh, on Instagram for you. And then I'll try to start posting more on my YouTube. Speaking of the Shiseido show, episode number six comes out soon this Friday. We'll talk all about sun protection and how you can look 24 forever. If that's what you want. Some people don't want to look that young. But back to the opportunity at hand to become noticed, heard, seen, felt, loved, appreciated, acknowledged. These are all things that we seek out in our lifetime. It's important to recognize another, use their name as much as possible. Make sure that when you're speaking to them, that you use the utmost grace, empathy, and compassion. Be truly dialed into your conversations that you have with others. Don't just talk about yourself all the time. Ask other people how they are doing. Ask them what they're up to. Make sure that the other person knows that you are genuinely invested in the conversation and you want to learn more about them. It's not about you. It's about them. India Irie once said that she understood the assignment. Our assignment as media figures, public figures, and those who are in front of a camera, entertaining, writing, producing, directing. Our job is not to do the art and craft that we are chosen to do by God. Our job is to actually share what we love to do. But at the same time, simultaneously, the job is actually getting people to like you. That is the saddest part about the industry of the arts. I will say, if that is the game, so be it. It's good to have a remarkable career. And it's also good to have a polarizing career. Because you cannot, simply cannot please everyone. So make sure to give as much as you can. Receive when you need to. Be really good to your clients and coworkers. Respect them. Pay them what they're worth. Make sure they understand the process of filling out a W-9, learning how to invoice, doing your taxes on time, doing the correct paperwork, staying organized, and on top of your business. When you treat your work colleagues like gold, you shall receive that back. There is no justice in being greedy fearful, manipulative, untruthful. There is so much justice in doing the right thing, turning in beautiful integrity-filled work, doing possibly what is not popular, going against trends. And there is something to be said about putting value on people that have been mastering their craft as a shokunin for years. A shokunin is a Japanese master of what they do. It means they prolifically follow the path and forge the way in one particular field at a time. 
you could be a shokun as far as focusing on something like the trade of matcha making. We call the ceremony sado in Japanese. You could be a master sushi maker, just like Jiro in Jiro Dreams of Sushi, a wonderful documentary to watch. You will rarely see people at their craft that they have been at for over 50, 60, 70 years because they are so hard to come by these days. Appreciate the masters when you see them. I had to take a big gulp of my greens. Also, there is a really cool documentary out there that makes you really think about who is a master and what is considered valuable. If you watch the documentaries, there are two on the Salvador Dali painting by the great Leonardo da Vinci. This is a very cool documentary. Let me find the names of both of them. I love watching work that makes me think deeply and prolifically about what I do and how I share and impact this world. I also love shit that I can watch and mindlessly not think about the world like Jackass 4.5. I love all art in its entirety and in its beauty the way that the artist wanted it portrayed. I also love observing art and thinking about the masterpiece in an infinite amount of ways. That means all the ways that you perceive art. That's the magic of what we do. And what we're trying to talk about today is, isn't success in the eye of the beholder? Like some of you might really value Kintsugi wellness. I loved the book. I loved writing it, developing it. I also fucking hated writing it and developing it. I told myself that this was the hardest project I've ever done thus far in my life because it was, and it took me over five years to write, edit, cut, and then I shot a documentary based on the whole book. There are people out there that have no interest in the books I write, and that's fine. With putting out writing, arts, media, music, you must know that it's not for everyone. Simply put, don't read it, don't watch it, don't complain about it. The two documentaries to check out are Savior for Sale and The Lost Leonardo. They both follow the Leonardo da Vinci painting called, uh, I believe it was called the... Salvador Mundi and um, they both came out in 2021 they are fascinating and it is a brilliant piece of artwork to learn about how the human mind can perceive a net worth value in US dollars or other currency all over the world in the form of a dollar and say this painting is worth XX million dollars I won't ruin the documentary for you. I will say it's so brilliant and very fascinating to learn how we put so much dollar value and net worth on certain individuals and not onto others. How do people get overlooked? Well, when you get lost in a sea of fakes and phonies and there are too many playing fields available, this becomes the problem. 
And you know, everyone is going to be different at processing how they can stand out. For me, I will never stop doing quality work. For instance, our Shiseido J Beauty show on Shiseido USA on YouTube is shot professionally. We use the best red cameras. We use the best crew in the business. We worked as professionally as possible with a close-knit team that understands one another. And we made sure that we did the project for Shiseido with the utmost grace and we matched their branding. Everything from the colors chosen to the typography, to the lower thirds, to branding and artwork, the lighting, the makeup, the use of products, the B-roll beauty shots, the B-roll in general, they're all done with thoughtful care. And although that type of work is not valued anymore these days, I still believe in doing beautiful things, even if nobody cares. I believe that might be, is that a Salvador Dali quote? Anyways, I can't remember who, who said that too many weed gummies, but the point is (laughs) now we're going to have to look it up. Okay. There is a quote by Saul Bass. I know who it is. I'm just playing with you guys. I don't do drugs. Saul Bass says, (laughs) I want to create beautiful things, even if nobody cares. The true truth behind every artist will tell you that it is true. You don't know what I'm like behind closed doors for a reason. I love keeping my life private. I love my personal life. I love my friends from childhood, college, New York City. I don't have to show off much. Most of what I share is work-related because I want to help you. Maybe we can stand out by making sure that we follow the right people doing the right things. Maybe there are too many phonies and scam artists out there that are trying to tell people that they are the real deal when they have not done the work. Cece. She's on my laptop. No. Chunky. Okay, so chunky. Anyways, too much tuna. What we're talking about is making sure that we do the right investments in the right people. What's the point of investing in something that's fleeting? Is it trends? Is it hype? Are we buying into fake hype shit that's going to go away in a few months? I don't know if you guys know, but I am part of, of a plethora of campaigns that have gone out the gate and done extremely well. I've been part of the avocado toast campaigns. I've been in part of a huge Belvedere campaign. I've been a part of all the love when it comes to AAPI month. I mean, we do a good job of spreading the love for things that are good. My job has been to be a good brand ambassador and also a spokesperson when needed. But I never said yes to anything that didn't feel right. So Slimfast, Monsanto, Weight Watchers, Splenda, Sweet and Low, Diet Coke, Coke. These are just a few of the multi-billion dollar brands that I have said, no thanks, I'm good. We're not the best match because I wanted to stay true to who I was. And again, although that's not popular, I do believe in full transparency and telling you guys, I don't do this job for the greed. I don't get sent products and wear them and, you know, bling out and do all these crazy TikToks and, and reels 
because of the things I'm getting sent. I do things that I want to keep you thinking, to keep you growing, to keep you challenged. The next book that I'm writing is on a deep, profound love of spirituality. And I thought this was a really important corner to cover because it is also a pillar in our lives that is not currently tapped into by many young minority females. I see the world in a different light through a prism of colors when we shine our light so deeply and so wide and so true. We can see an array of colors out into the world much like a prism and we can understand that we all come from different places and different backgrounds and we should even the playing field. Stop overlooking somebody because they're black, Latino, Asian, Pacific Islander, Native Hawaiian, Muslim, Arabic, Native American. Give everybody a chance. If you don't have an equal bandwidth of friends from different places, I suggest making some new friends. If you don't work with work colleagues that come from different places, I suggest hiring different people. If you don't value the people that you work with, I need you to look deep inside of you and find the true value in somebody who works with integrity and grace, because those things will never, ever go out of style. Trends are nice, but culture will always be here to stay. I think it's funny that we praise people like Joe Rogan. I don't think he's worth what you paid him, Spotify. Sorry, but what a waste of your time and money. Think about how many brilliant artists are out there who are much more worthy of the type of money you paid for him. It's just shameful. And in our culture, we tend to keep giving the same big opportunities to the same damn people. Old white stale bread. Over it. I had to forge my own path, which is why I do what I do. And I want to encourage each of you to do the same goddamn thing. Excuse my language, but... I have been cooped up writing for three years on this book, Spirited, and I can't wait for it to be done and out there for you to utilize so that you can change your whole fucking life. If you do not make decisions that are good, that work for you in your corner to benefit your personal life, not your business life, you will regret that for the rest of your time being. Make plans. Start dating people. Start traveling again. Go out there and do things that make you feel good. Not for Instagram, not for show. I don't give a fuck what other people think about the car I drive or the purse that I have or the shoes that, okay, fine. The shoes at my party were Alexander McQueen and they were fabulous, but I don't care about the bag or the car and all that. Typically, you can ask yourself, are these things important or am I doing this to show off to everyone around me? That is the greatest question you can ask. Am I giving opportunity to those who are deserving when it comes to no money and no fame? Am I deserving of all the things that are going to come my way? Have I been doing the work? Am I ready for the next level? Am I supporting enough people around me to help me to get to that level? Am I humble and full of grace with the work that I'm contributing to the world. I hope you guys know nothing from Good Morning America is paid and nothing from the ABC News segments are paid. They are all out of pocket. And you know what? I'll do that for the rest of my life because I fucking 
love what I do. It's not often where I get called on these shows and I am ready to put the energy out into the world to have one of the biggest streamers or networks pick me up for a regular deal. I'm ready and it is time. I'm 40 and I'm on book number seven. Fucking call me. By the time I'm giving the goddamn deal, I'm going to be like 78. So it's okay because Martha's still cool and relevant. But you guys know what I mean. I'll have at least a lot to talk about. In the meantime, I have big plans in between now and 78. And I hope you do too. Look into real estate. Find the love of your life. Start traveling the world. Get the pet. Get the fucking pet. Get the apartment. Grab the keys. Fuck everybody else. These are the things that you need to do to get to the next level. And you know what? When you feel so comfortable with who you are and where you're going and you stop paying attention to all the people around you, then when you are comfortable in self-love, self-compassion, and self-empathy for yourself, then people will see that you are ready to shine. And some of us in our light and brilliance do not shine until our later years in life. And that is okay. Not everybody wants fame at 20. Not everybody is interested in TikTok. Not everybody cares about your fucking stupid branding deal with a bunch of products that you don't even use that are horrible for this planet. And it's okay. My cynicism and my crass are personal. And that's why we can say them on this podcast, because this is our safe place to just let it all out. (laughs) Anyways, on this side note, If we are talking about how to stand out with all brilliance and love, I say, do the right thing, work with integrity, surround yourself with brilliant people, do more of the things that you really love and enjoy, and imagine doing them when no one else is watching. Start paying attention to the things that make you feel good that have nothing to do with showing off to other people. Frankly, I really love... I I did a whole weekend bender in the desert with my partner and we watched every jackass possible and it felt great. It was like nostalgia from growing up in Carlsbad. I've been looking into real estate. I will tell you what I am doing on another podcast because I am setting up my future. It is important to have a retirement fund, to have steady income and to get paid what you are worth but it is just as important to set yourself up for financial success so that when you do get noticed by people, you have an income that will keep you on your feet. You have a savings account for a rainy day. Sometimes I think the financial podcasts are the most boring, but they are the most important. I want to protect all of you young girls and guys with as much value as I can So I hope that you can see that the Wabi Sabi podcast, although crass and funny and weird and cool, whatever the fuck you want it to be, it is of good value. I walk the fucking walk and talk the talk and you should count how many times I said the F word in this podcast and you should use that as your new lucky number for whatever you're doing today. By the way, I want to mark that 82 is a special number. It's the year I was born. I am the year of the dog. And although it's not our year this year, it's my mom's year, so I'm going to give her that. I will say, if you haven't met my mom yet, she's on the Shiseido show with me, episode number five, and it is Meet Candace's mom. 
go to youtube.com, search Shiseido USA, and check out the episode with Candace's mom. You know, in looking back on life, 40 years around the sun, I'd like to think that maybe I made a difference in someone's life, but I'd like to think my next 40 will be my greatest years of all. So if you're younger than me, you've got so much time. Do all the bad things and drugs now. Get them out of the way. If you're older than me, enjoy the weed gummies. They're fabulous and legal in many states. And they are much better than prescription drugs. (laughs) If you are my age, God bless you. You've made it this far. Let's pray for those less fortunate. Let's do the work to help others. Let's notice the minority females that are doing big things in this world. There are so many we can pay attention to that we have not given appropriate time. Speaking of, I guess I could name off a few while I answer your questions too. Last up will be questions. Okay, so... One person asks, um, KP Chan, what is your daily ritual like? I love waking up early before six or six to six thirty, making a cup of matcha, meditating for 30, watering the plants, petting my cat, doing all the things I can do offline. Then I answer emails for my business first. Then I answer other business inquiries And I do administrative work, which is very boring. Sometimes I write books. Sometimes I shoot shows. Sometimes I'm developing and producing. Sometimes I'm putting together strategy worksheets, decks, work models, work sites, websites, downloads, PDFs. We do it all. Graphics, UX, UI, all of it. And I love it. And by the time I wind dine it, wind down at the end of the day, I should find a weed gummy sponsor for the podcast because that's the end of the day. What is your favorite alcoholic drink? A-L-U Steffs. That's a great question, girl. And we don't get asked that a whole lot on the Wabi Sabi pod, but this is all about the yin and the yang. And come on guys, for anybody who thinks it's inappropriate, it's like, please, what are you living under a rock for? go out there and live life. You've only got as much time as God gives you. So make the best of it. I love a good quality tequila. I love a good quality Japanese whiskey, a highball with seltzer. So like Tobo Chico plus Nika whiskey or Santori or Hibiki. Fabulous. Ichiro's Malt is one of the best Japanese whiskeys out there. And then LeBron James has a pretty good tequila. I do like any kind of a delicious reposado. Trying to think of the name of a really good tequila I had recently, but I will have to mention it on another pod. I can picture the bottle now. Believe it or not, I drank it in Napa of all places. But I will say I don't drink a whole lot anymore, but when I do, a spicy ginger margarita is fabulous, not sweet. And then the last question of the day, 
Candace, you are on book number seven. How did you stay consistent with all of your writing and publishing? This is a good question because it means consistency is key, right? I will try my best to keep it consistent, but I also do hope that publishers will place more value on those of us who have a long track record that is positive, even though we don't have millions of sales. You know what, publishers? I know you're listening. I would appreciate it if you made offers to those of us who've been in the industry doing good things and well for so long. It's sad that I got shined and completely hosed on my last book deal compared to some of my friends that are taking their first foray into writing. And while I commend them for making the leap and putting the proposals out there, (coughs) excuse me, the greens. While I commend everybody who takes the risk and the chance of putting themselves out there, I also think there's something to really be said about a track record that's positive. I don't have millions of dollars to promote my work like many of my colleagues did. I don't have money to put myself on the New York Times bestsellers list like many of my colleagues did. I'm smiling. I don't have the capacity to go out and use celebrity to push my books because I am not interested in doing that. But could you give some of us a better book advance? Because you know we are good for it. Sometimes it's about investing in the right people at the right time. And maybe, just maybe, my number one, New York Times number one bestseller is on the way. But it has been exacerbating and exhausting trying to get on that list for two decades. And although... Cook Yourself Thin did make it on the New York Times number one bestseller list. My co-host in particular that was not kind to me, she didn't want our names on the book. So because of her, we lost the true title. I've been through a lot of pangs in my life with people that we could have been litigious with, but I will always choose to take the high road. And for that, I do feel that there is a different form of currency and value which publishers can be much more generous with. If you have billions of dollars, imagine if you gave a small percent of that to the right people, to the people that are overlooked in this world. And to those who have come and gone, I truly value the arts, those who have given to charity, those who have put in the volunteer work. I admire those who are of service to others, whether it is the military whether it's hospitality, whether it's the medical field. I really value those who are working from their heart and that care deeply and genuinely about the well-being and the success, the peace and the happiness and the love and support of others. That to me is a form of currency that I can never show in my bank account. But I know at the end of the day, it is in the books. It's in the magic And it's in every person that you get to touch every single day. Make an effort to be a better person. There's a special place in hell for those people that are out there doing bad, bad things. And you know what I mean by that. There's the whole bad, like, you know, weekend bender, like hanging out, being crazy, debaucherous. And then there's the bad, like, hiding money, tax evasion, 
scamming people, cheating, abuse, lying. Do the right thing. Pay attention to the people doing good things in this world. And if you have gone out and done things that you need to forgive yourself for, that's okay too. None of us were born perfect. Cancel culture is really just bullshit because nobody here can judge another besides God. And even then, who are we to judge anyone? Because we are all born the same and we all leave the same. So what difference does it make if you have a Birkin bag? It doesn't make any difference at all. These are things that maybe bring somebody fleeting joy. And as we say on this podcast, wabi-sabi. Give me the cheapo bag and I'll take the expensive shoes, okay? There's a balance. Wabi-sabi. I love you guys. Have a great week. Thank you for listening, following my newsletter, for buying matcha at thematchashop.com. My shout out today goes to Michelle Golden for always purchasing matcha from thematchashop.com. I also wanted to thank you guys for reading the newsletter and sharing it with a friend. Don't forget to give Wabi Sabi a five-star rating. I read every review if you can write yours today and also your review for Kintsugi Wellness. We're trying to get the sales up so that people can see my track record is strong. I didn't ask many people to go out and buy that book when it was out, but now I'm going to. So here we go. 40 is a good year. Let's stop judging people based off of age. Let's go off of merit, grace, compassion, wisdom, skill set. Let's look at people in a different light. Let's take more weed gummies. Let's enjoy life. And let's stop judging others. Living in freedom means living liberated and letting go of all things. And lastly, I'd like to say... Let's pray together for those we have lost in the last few weeks due to the unforeseen circumstances of violence with guns. Dear God and Buddha, all the spirits, the divine powers, and the angels above, in the last few weeks, it has been incredibly and increasingly hard to watch the news. I pray for every family that has lost a child or a loved one, whether it was in New York or in Texas or in many other parts of our country. We think we are so strong and united and powerful, and yet gun control brings even more divide among us. Please, let's value our children's lives more than guns. Let's value the churchgoer lives and those who volunteered in their community more than guns. Let's value places of worship and keep places of worship and places of education and school safe. I don't know why we haven't taken care of this disgusting problem, but I'm asking you, please help those who are elected officials to make the right decision and now. Because the answer is, do something. We pray to force their hand at this point to make a decision to protect our communities. Innocent civilians should not be dying doing the things that they love 
or the things that they do in everyday tasks. May all the lives be remembered. We don't forget any of you. And I want to let you guys all know I am deeply sorry. I am deeply sorry. I am deeply sorry. And I'm going to pray for all those affected and that lost loved ones and all the little ones that passed away. We look at Wabi Sabi also to know there is a yin and yang. Dark will not live without light and vice versa. So let's look at the root of the problem and start changing some laws. I'm not going to get political on this podcast, but I do believe in saving the lives of innocent civilians and doing the right thing. In Japan, we often say there is no need for nuclear weapons unless you have the intent to use them, don't you? So they don't have any nuclear weapons for that reason. It's just a show of whose dick is bigger than whose. And I think the more you educate yourself on these topics and become self-aware of all sides, all parties, all opinions, and you respect them openly, that's when change can happen. Cece's giving herself a bath. (laughs) Good night, guys. Or good day. Good morning. Good evening. Have a wonderful one. Thanks for listening. And again, I'll see you in another episode. Keep supporting. Share with three friends. The Wabi Sabi Podcast. Hi. Domo arigatou gozaimasu. Janet.